This DJ Shab, the hottest DJ in the South right now, and you are now tuned in to Tia versus Fancy Cash Podcast. And I'm telling you, it's about to go down, down, down. Welcome back to an all new episode of the I Am the Prize Podcast. So I just want to say we are in season six going into 2023, coming a long way from when we first started in 2018 as the Tia vs. Fancy Cash podcast. I'm so excited to be back in the game. I took a little break, but we back and we better, baby. So for our first episode, we're going to be talking about having dreams bigger than your zip code. And I have a special guest. I'm going to let her introduce herself. And we're about to get into it, y'all. Hi, my name is Ayla. My business is Power Incorporation, where I pretty much um, highlight business consulting, marketing, and event planning. Thank you so, so much for having me on. It's such a pleasure. Absolutely, absolutely. So before we get started, can you tell the guests how to find you on social media? Because we want them to be able to see who it is and put a face to a name. So who's dropping these powerful gems about having dreams that's bigger than your area code? Yes, absolutely. You can find me on Instagram. It's power, P-O-W-3-R underscore. And that's P-O-W-3-R underscore also on Facebook. Okay, so tell me a little bit about, you know, what's the passion behind starting Power Inc.? Yes, so I got to give it all to God, first and foremost. Um, I've been in this business since I always tell people since I was 15. I always had a passion of bringing people together, um, helping people execute their visions, and honestly, like, I realized that my gift and my purpose aligned. Um, so power was birthed actually through one of my darkest times, um, just kind of going through that journey of not knowing and self-doubt, but eventually it turned into realizing that, hey, you know, not only can you do this, but you can help others along the way. You know what? That's so, um, powerful <laughs> Thank you. Um, because a lot of people start their businesses as a passion project and I know like these new brand of entrepreneurs tell you you know everything don't have to be you know a business you don't have to turn your passion into a business because that sucks the life out of it and it takes the fun from it but I think the only way you can thrive as a as an entrepreneur with integrity um and to play the long game is doing something ultimately that you love so same for me you know my business is everything is personal you know what i'm saying yeah. that's why i don't let nobody play with me when it comes to my business or a business idea like yeah <laughs> like this this is big business serious business you ain't gonna play with me <laughs> right don't play with her <laughs> so i love that you said that so let's talk about how doing something that you love and then dealing with people that, you know, don't take your vision serious because they're so used to dealing with people that play when it comes to business, how that could be draining for you. And it makes you want to just give it all up sometimes. Yeah. I absolutely love this topic because I'm really going through that shift um, within the last couple of six months. And, you know, honestly, I do a lot of self-reflecting. I talk to God. 
I, I really give honor myself. And it came to me like, you know, one thing about it, your gifts are not for you. That was the message God gave me. Like your gifts are not for you. So when you moving and you, you're doing these certain motions, you got to realize like people are always, you know, good and or bad intentions. Sometimes people are just ignorant, which means uneducated, not, you know, not to down anybody, but they're never going to understand your vision like you understand it. So you have to move for self and pour into yourself first. Um, because it, I have been drained to the max. I have been depleted before to the point where I wanted to give it all up. Like, okay, this ain't for me. I saw that tally and God slapped me right back in my face. Like, nope, get, get, get back up. So um, I think really just understanding one, like, like you, like we said, it's okay to have a passion, but there's also got to be a purpose and a plan behind that because you do have entrepreneurs and then you do have people who, who have a hobby, you know, who doesn't want to make what they love to do a, a quote unquote business. Um, so that's just been my, my move lately is like, if it's divine, I'm going to pray about it first and I'm not going to allow myself like we as entrepreneurs need to learn boundaries mm -hmm. you know, even with people because people may feel your potential and they'll see it before you and then they'll want to leech on and latch on and you are just moving sometimes you know you don't realize that these people are leeches yeah and you're just moving with intentions and you know mm -hmm. prayfully like I said I am such a, a God first person meaning that I don't make moves I don't try to do anything without approval of God so um when you're doing that, you have to just be, uh, one, aligned, but two, like, give yourself that grace to understand that people are not always going to see your potential because it is bigger than your zip code. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so you hit on so many great points. And I want to go back to the point that you made about how you don't, um, you don't even understand how people can come into your life and leech on to, you know, who you are because of what they think that you have or the emotion that they feel like you have, not mm -hmm. even knowing, hey, baby, I'm just flowing. Like, I, I, there's no formula to it. I'm not waking up every day as mm -hmm. organized as I wish I was. Ooh, I'm baby. not waking up every day following the script. Like, I'm not right. doing cer certain things. You know what I'm saying? We are professionally chaotic around here. <laughs> Listen, hello, honey. I tell everybody, like, I have learned to just admit, like, I, I, um, I, dysfunction is, is my motivation. Like, mm -hmm. like, I thrive in chaos. Like, mm -hmm. I like, I like a challenge. I love doing big things. I love the whole, I love challenging myself and right. I love working with people that don't mind a challenge and not going to back down. Because one right. thing about Tia Coleman, I don't take no for an answer. And yeah. when it comes to my visions and my goals, I am delusional, like delusional when it comes to goal setting. Like you can't you tell me. You can't tell me one day I ain't packing out the Veterans Memorial Arena to do some kind of event one day or... It will happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you can't tell me these things aren't going to happen for me. And I, I'm not, not... The thing about it is I'm not trying to do it by myself. I want to do it with a team. I want to be able to bring big thinkers and big dreamers along with me. Right. However, right. I have boundaries when it comes to that. I don't you want to bring people along with me that ultimately want to be Tia Coleman because that's not going to work. Right. Because you'll be so busy taking notes the whole time and trying to, you know, do your own thing to outdo me. You can't focus on what we're doing. Now, there's another side to it. I don't mm -hmm. mind working with people who are in the same industry as me. I love to collaborate because I feel like there's, 
I don't know everything. So I can't wait for us to work together. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't wait for us to work together. I love collaborating. I tell people all the time. I give people the recipe. I give you the blueprint. But guess what? It'll never taste the same. So I don't. The only competition is Ayla slash Power. I am my biggest competition all the time. Right. Right. That's so powerful. And I don't think people even understand that, you know, the you like people trying to compete with each other, not even knowing like what this person drive is, like what's motivating them to get up and be great or what are their, you know, what I'm saying what are their biggest fears and where's the gap in their business where they wish they had somebody they could lean on or depend on when they only motivate is, hey, to be great and get out of a certain situation and you busy creating more stuff for me because. Like now you competing with me and causing problems and it's like it don't even have to be that. But oh, I am I am the queen of boundaries. However, um, I just learned that word by the way. Really, <laughs> baby, that's a powerful word. Let me tell you something about boundaries. I just learned about boundaries. Baby. Boundaries, boundaries will set you free. Okay, boundaries mm-hmm. will set you free from the bondage of people pleasing of being depleted because you're pouring from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. Boundaries will make your business boundaries will make your business um thrive before a routine will. Come on. I'm like I'm so Come serious. On. When I start a business, my first order of business in that business is to before I come up with a logo, before I come up with a color before I come up with an Instagram name, a business name, it's always how do I want people, right? How do I want people to treat me in this business? Mm-hmm. How do I want this business to run where it won't drain me? And what's mm-hmm. the protocol for this business? Like it might sound backwards to some people, but what I have always told myself, one of my affirmations and what I tell anybody else when they come to me for advice is don't let nobody make you hate doing what you love set boundaries and you know it's it's so funny that we're on this topic because i mean i i've always been one i love to pour into people so i think that's where the boundary word was a a great area for me at in the beginning um because i've been doing this for a, a decade plus but you know before entrepreneurship was even a word so <laughs> i had to learn in this new realm of entrepreneurship like hey, I walk with you because it be your friends, your family, like don't be the ones, hey, can you do this for me? Can you do that for me? And not realizing that your yes is also depleting you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You definitely have to be intentional with those yeses and like not be afraid to say no um, because it's the people closest to you. And you know, that was one of my biggest things in business. People always talk about like, what did you have to overcome in business? What was some of your biggest challenges and biggest struggles? And I think people are always looking for like the generic answers like, oh, I struggle with funding or I struggle Mm -hmm. with lack of support. They don't want the truth. Yeah. And so for me, it was always hard to share my struggles in business because I kind of counted myself out. I disregarded Mm. what my struggles were, feeling like, oh, they weren't like everybody else's. So it really wouldn't matter when I always... I always preach this. If you're going through it, you're not alone. There's somebody else that's going through it that needs to hear what you mm-hmm. have to say. So mm-hmm. don't be afraid to share your story, whatever that may look like, because it don't have to be a struggle story like somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like your struggle story don't have to be detrimental and and crazy for it to resonate with somebody. So I tell people my biggest struggle in business was I would always put 
like my thing was, oh, I'm gonna just put everybody on. Mm, so I would on. I would hear about like an opportunity or whatever was going on, and I put everybody around me on Except this opportunity. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm like screenshotting it, sending it around, you know, and I feel like, hey baby, my, my motto is what's for me is for me. So I literally would miss out on opportunities or I would see people, you know, go further than me on something that I put them on. Mm -hmm. And I was never envious. I was never jealous. I would always clap for them because I always had a heart of, you know, I'm going to get what's mine, what's for me, won't miss me. So, but at at, at some point it was like, Tia, no, you need to put you first, get your Mm -hmm. piece of the pie, and then you bring other people along the way. Yes, yes. Because everybody don't have the same intentions as you. Like some people will literally get the opportunity, take it from you, won't even say thank you, won't even reach back to help you get there, won't think twice about you what they when they get what they got from you. But before the opportunity, oh y'all the best of friends. Y'all love each other. Come on. They riding with you till the wheels fall off. So the wheels is off. You hear me? Yeah. No, seriously, that was a great analogy for that. Fred Flintstone, like yabba dabba doing right here. Yeah. So what cookie said on um Empire? I gotta put me first. I gotta put me first, Lucy. I gotta put me first. Yes, absolutely. And that's a form of self-care. It's okay to be selfish enough because what we don't realize is that when we pour into ourselves and we overpour our cup, then we're able to give out because you know we're balancing it to where I'm putting me first, yeah, but because, like like you said, what's for me is always going to be for me. I'm still able to pour back into you at the same time, and and I can still elevate where I need to be. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, that was, that was one of my business struggles and something that I had to learn. Um, and it might sound so selfish, but at the end of the day, like, when you watch how celebrities move, and that's something I want to talk about for us, when we talk yeah. about having dreams bigger than your, um, bigger than your area code, you watch how celebrities move, and when you're, like, small-minded or have a scarcity mindset or haven't reached a certain level of success, you think that your, the first thing you say about celebrities when they start moving different and distancing from circles or distancing from certain friends or different opportunities when they kind of switch up how businesses ran, the first thing black people think is, oh, they don't went commercial mm. or, oh, you know, they Tom, they Uncle Tom's or oh, they sellouts. When it's like, when you realize that your vision is much bigger than your area code you and there's a whole like demographic it. that you're not mm. catering to and you missing out on money, you leaving money on the table. And even though it worked then, like you got to switch some things up if you want different results. And that's just the name of the game. Hello. <laughs> and, and, and it's like when I see stuff like that happening on social media, when people are in uproars about decisions that certain people make, like the Deion Sanders or the um, Myel Organics, when they upset about business moves that are being made, it's like you couldn't even begin to to process what they just did and how powerful that play was because you've never been in their shoes. Like wow. your dreams are only limited to your area code. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. so that's just one thing I wanted to talk about when it came to like impact or when it comes to you know just having to make executive decisions in business that people really don't understand so I just wanted to hear your input on that like just you know having to get out your own way and mm-hmm. be okay with like certain business relationships right. like you have to cut in ties with them or certain friends that just don't understand where you headed 
I think that's part of the business that we don't like to talk about because a lot of times that's a sacrifice because you're growing and with growth, growth never feels good. Growth hurts just like, you know, a flower is growing and the soil and it rains like those are the rainy days. Like it's hard. But if this is what you're really passionate about and you say you're giving it to God and the gift is, you know, that gifts that God has given you. It's never going to be an easy journey when it comes to separation. But with the separation comes the elevation. There's been plenty of times, like when I started out, I didn't have a role model. I didn't have a, a, a person female-wise um, or just in general. I was just, you know, going by the sight of God. But I always knew, okay, this is going to be so much bigger than me. And mm-hmm. then I'll be able to give back to my community um, because I am from Tallahassee. I love, you know, I'm not born there, but that's home, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, so I, I, I definitely um, will say that you got to be able to make those sacrifices. Absolutely. So for me, and you made a great point when you said, um, when you were saying, um, dang, I just, I don't lost my train of thought. I always do that. <laughs> all right. I always do that. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, but you, you made a great point when you mentioned, um, remind me, you just said something, oh, growth hurts, right? Growth is painful. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think that success means the fancy cars, the big houses, all the designer clothes and Mm -hmm. like the yacht trips, you know, and it's like, not that, like success (laughs) is so lonely. Success, make room for grief. Mm-hmm. On your journey to success. On your journey, yes. I'm going to repeat it. Make room for grief on your journey to success because mm-hmm. you are going to lose friends. You're going to lose yeah. business partners. Business ideas will fail. And you're going to be feel... duplicated and be okay that, you know, we we can't be upset and not to cut you off. But this just came to me like a lot of times we get upset like, dang, like I thought of that. I came up with that and they doing it. Like mm-hmm. you are a, tra- I tell people you're a trend starter. Sometimes you need to start the trend for the trend setters. So right. it's okay. You know what? That was, that was a good point. Like that was a really good point. You were a trend starter to set it for the trend set, to set the tone for the trend setters because it's for me, like nobody likes to feel copied. Mm-hmm. nobody likes to feel like somebody is like biting my whole style and I don't care. Like I said on live, I said on a podcast, I said in person, I'm a trailblazer. Like Hello. when it comes to entrepreneurship, I feel like in Florida, I set the pace and I'm saying that with confidence, not even on no cocky shit. And I say it with so much confidence because I don't want to be the only Tia Coleman. I want to, I want to walk in these rooms with these other color people and they say, oh, she wasn't playing. She really paved the way. Like, I want to be like the Rosa Parks and the Sojourner Truths of my time. (laughs) Like, I I want to be a part of Black history of how mm-hmm. I opened doors for so many women or how I inspired so many um, entrepreneurs of color to chase mm-hmm. their dreams and start a business and be great. I don't want to be the only Black woman in these rooms sometimes. And it's really hard for me because I do feel like I still go in certain spaces and I feel like, oh, they're trying to look her at me. Oh, because mm-hmm. I'm a little black girl from Jacksonville. I'm only 28 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't really respect me how they should. 
should so they give me a hard time and mm-hmm. I take that shit to the chin and I'm so strongly about it because I feel like there will be more of us and you're yes. going to see a lot more of me like you're not running me up out of here at all and you and, have to be uncomfortable you have to be uncomfortable at all times if you're comfortable at any at any level that you're doing you're not growing so yeah. I, I will probably be in every room with the purple pink yellows i mean to me it don't matter i I am the room i am the energy in that room i I say that with confidence and it's not an arrogant thing but when i walk into a room i will own that room and even the speakers and those who are uh, facilitators over the room they're gonna notice me and they're gonna be like who are you and i would probably let them know who i am because that is the that that's the thing about entrepreneurship you can't go into this meek or trying to you know create a, a French, I mean, you can create friendships, but you can't create it like, oh, well, it's just, no, we're not tiptoeing anywhere. We step in real life. Definitely. Okay, now you, that's prize talk right there, baby. That's that prize talk right there. I am the prize, honey. Period. We are the prize, baby. And I feel like one thing that I have learned, and you know, uh, there's a, and it's a whole nother episode, but you feel like to be the head honcho, you got to be at the foot of the table, the head mm-hmm. of the table. You got to be the loudest in the room. Mm-mm. Let me tell you something. I have learned that when you walk into a room, your energy and your presence is enough to shift the room. You ain't got to say a word. I walk into the rooms and don't even say a word. Them people are big for my input. I will literally try to hide off in the cut sometimes because I Mm -hmm. don't want it to be the Tia Coleman show. You know what I'm saying? And literally, like, when you are just that valuable, those opportunities will come to you. People will seek after you. And like you said, um... Like five minutes ago, you said, I don't have, I never had a mentor when I started out in business. I never had a role model. So I had role models when it came to business. And God has always aligned me with amazing mentors that have held my hand. And that and is such a like, Yeah. And I don't take that lightly. And because I know what God put into my life and what he aligns for me, when I start to get out of my own way and step out on faith and chase my dreams, I want to be that person for somebody else, but I want it to be exactly how it was for me. Mm -hmm. Certain people do not come into my life until I am ready for them, until I appreciate them, until I can respect them, and until I can pour into other people the same way they poured into me. And that's the only thing I ask God for. I do not want to be a mentor to anybody who's not ready to receive me. Yes, because listen, that's a big role to have, and and I'm grateful that, you know, um people see me even out and about and you know I'm a mother so I'm I'm very proud of that I have my kids around it like oh you're such a like you know and it feels good because my daughter going into preteen now it is such an honorable thing to see like wow mommy's really you know out here working and mommy a big deal mommy important hello because the kids like I do this for for them I do this my passion is I want them to realize I want you to step in your purpose and step proudly. It don't matter what anybody got to say because people going to talk. They still talk about the dead. They talk about whoever. They're going to talk. Mm-hmm. Are you prepared? Are you mentally capable of, of receiving your purpose? Because your purpose will be bigger than you. Absolutely. It's always bigger than us. And that's what's one of my mentors in college. Um, And I'm a name drop because I just love him so bad. And he was one of the people that definitely came into my life and changed my life when I needed them the most. And that was Vincent Evans. He wow. told me 
it's always bigger than you. And he actually from Tallahassee. Well, he's from okay. Jacksonville, but I met him in college in Tallahassee. So that's kind okay, of funny. Tallahassee. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we met at FAMU when I was a freshman. And what he told me was like, it's always bigger than you, Tia. So what that for me was like, take my feelings out of anything mm-hmm. in life and understand like, I'm not doing this just for me. So I can't give up on my dreams. I can't give up on what I'm passionate about. I can't give up on a goal that I set out to accomplish because it's bigger than me. Somebody needs to see this black girl doing whatever it is that she's doing to inspire them to be great or be better. Right. And we need more of that because we don't have, uh, you know, growing up, we may have had some insight of, of great influential, you know, uh, black people, but I think the generation coming up, they need more local uh, love as far as seeing, mm-hmm. hey, you know, they did it and they from my city. Absolutely. I mean, I love the the stories of the Rosa Parks and the Harriet Tubman and Sojourner Truth, but those women like nobody had a front row seat to that but the people in the history book and we don't know how how valid that information was like it's when you grow up and get older you realize like how much Mm -hmm. you have to unlearn certain things that you were taught Mm -hmm. in the school system so to be able to give people a front row seat to my journey to success and they can say oh my god i went to school with her like oh my god i saw when she was just starting out in a little back room now she packing out stadiums and arenas like i want that for me Right. I want that for us. <laughs> yes. And then be like, okay, if she can do it, I can do it. And, and that's just, it's like, that's why I take entrepreneurship so seriously. And, I, and, and one thing I'm really, really big on is, you know, you treat everybody with a kind, genuine love. Like, treat everybody, the, the, the CEO, the janitor, it don't matter. You treat them with love because you never know that person's journey and what you did to influence that person's journey. Absolutely. And you said something when you said treating people right. So this is the thing. Mm-hmm. People will forget about you the day that you die. Come on. They they it ain't gonna be after about two good weeks, it ain't gonna be no more social media posts saying rest in peace, whoever. Mm-hmm. It ain't gonna be no more crying. They still gonna go, you know what I'm saying? They 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 gonna life goes on. You get what I'm saying? It does. But one thing people will never forget is how you treated them. And they will always say, Oh, there will never be another another so and so and so. Right. And when I leave this earth, I, that's what I that's that's what I need my kids hearing about me. Oh, she treated everybody good. She didn't do bad business. She wasn't a shady person. Um, she was well respected, well connected, and you know only good things about me. That's why I keep my face clean. I don't gossip. I don't want nobody, man. I ain't sleeping with nobody, boyfriend. You know, I stay put up in the house. You know, I like my nice things, and you know, I I do whatever it is that makes me happy. But as far as like living for other people and trying to impress people and just you know treating people bad, like no, because what you don't understand is how you are as an entrepreneur, even if you're not an entrepreneur, how you are as a human being today is going to be your kids karma tomorrow mm-hmm. yeah it's gonna be their karma and, and their legacy Absolutely. not your legacy their legacy because a lot of times people are still living off of other people's legacy so how do you want your legacy to thrive into other people and live and breathe life so you know i think it's very important as we're on this journey um and i think it's so profound how you even move in your business like it's personal it has to be personal because everything you touch is either gonna it's gonna prosper or it's not right 
you absolutely right you know what you inspired me <laughs> like I um I think one of my next episodes is going to be about your character is your legacy because yes. now you got my mind going and I'm thinking about you know how many times you hear about older white people um rich white families and how people came up or built wealth but it's always tied to scams or always tied to like you know oh that family used to you know trap slaves or that family stole this or that family like I don't want that I don't want a Christopher Columbus story I'm sorry like I don't want my kids to have to hit it so I really I I want a authentic original Tia Coleman story of you know what that family that was a great family them kids came from a great mom that bust her ass and worked hard her work ethic was unmatched so when it comes to giving her children opportunities I ain't gonna toot my nose up at her kids when she when she gone and she leave this earth because I know like they they deserve a good opportunity because of who their parents were to other people in the world. Mm-hmm. 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 Girl, come that on just, now. That just, okay, girl. You <laughs> had me looking off about. in the sky right now. <laughs> yes, that's what it's about. Like I and I love what I do. I, I love being able to, you know, connect people and breathe life and, and inspiration into individuals because sometimes people just need that seed. And I see myself as hey, you know, let me help plant them seeds for for you. Um, and so I can see you bloom. Absolutely. Absolutely. Congrats was a good talk. Oh my yes, God. Thank you. Like those 30 minutes went by quick. Lord have mercy. <laughs> We're going to need another 30. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely need another 30. So I'm going to have to invite you back on this podcast episode um, or on another podcast episode in the future. Cause girl, I talk was powerful. Like you yes. set the tone for how every conversation needs to go moving forward on the I'm the prize podcast. You got me excited to be doing this again. You done a little fire up under me. So I'm just hey. so thankful to have you as a guest in the beginning of season six, because this shit's gonna be big. This shit's gonna be big. So to yeah, have you a part of that just means the world to me. Everything. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you for uh, breathing life into us. Because, honey, I am the prize. Period. <laughs> Period. So before you go, one last time, can you give social media your social medias to everybody so they can put a face to a name and follow such greatness and be able to connect with you, you know, when they're looking to do something in Tallahassee, or they just in Tallahassee looking for a business bestie accountability partner or someone to connect with. Absolutely. Oh, and tell us about your new projects or anything coming up too as well so we can support. Okay, so for right now, the new projects that I do have coming up, I'm working on pretty much rebuilding Tallahassee's network for the young entrepreneurs, young professionals. Um, We are doing events once a month. So y'all be on the lookout for that. It'll be at different locations. And you can follow me at power, P-O-W-3-R underscore. Um, And I look forward to working with all of you all and, and networking and let's make it happen. Absolutely. Well, thank you all for tuning in to a new episode of I Am The Prize Season 6 Podcast. Don't forget to leave us a rate and review on the Apple Podcast app. If you love this episode, make sure you tag us in social media when you're tuning in and tell a friend about us. Have a great day.